Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Fit and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host, your brain coach, here to deliver you all the tools, all the brain tools you can use to feel, do, and look your absolute best. Because guys, it's all in the mental game. It's all in the brain. Whether you're trying to get healthier, whether you're trying to get fit, whether you're trying to advance your career, whether you're trying to change your relationships, whether you're working on learning something, it's all in the brain. It's all in the quality of the decisions we make. It's all in the mental and emotional state that we put ourselves in. And it's all in this self-talk and cognitive models that we have to operate our brain. It's all in the brain. And whatever it is you want to achieve, if you are struggling with that, given the world outside will always give us challenges. But if you are struggling within, that struggle you feel is on the inside part, that's where brain coaching and these brain tools will help you to master that inner game to start working on the outer game, on the world, on your legacy, your pursuits, your uh, impact on the world, that's where you're going to be dedicated more and more of your energy once you start mastering your inner game. Today, guys, as promised, we are talking about procrastination, and specifically, we are talking about this aspect of procrastination that we call forgetfulness. Yesterday, we talked about the right decision-making that makes Procrastination almost obsolete. Once I've learned how to make decisions to take action, how it actually works, what's the most effective process, even Tony Robbins agrees, he introduced that many, many years ago, where there was no uh, neuroscience re- research, uh, well, at least uh, not so precise about the different ways to operate our brain, right? Uh, he was talking about this decision-making pro- process a uh, long time ago, although not in detail, not how I did it in my podcast yesterday. And that's also, I blogged about it, I wrote about it to make it really, really clear in my head so I could explain it to other people. Once you start incorporating this decision-making process, and specifically one step that almost all of us are missing when we are procrastinating, once you learn how to do that, how to build this decision-making process into your default routine, procrastination is going to become almost obsolete. And... But sometimes we still need to work on this one part, forgetfulness. You know, we decided to do this thing, we got everything ready, and when the time comes, we forget. It also, it mostly happens for the things that are out of our routine, that are new, that we only now are introducing, but also things usually that are not that noticeable. Like, for example, we yesterday talked about the example of writing a book, right? If you put on your schedule two-hour blog for Monday to Friday, and this is the time to write a book, like, you can't really escape it. There are two hours in your schedule that you put there. They're very noticeable, right? You can't just forget, like, what were what was I supposed to do, right, for two hours every day, Monday to Friday. Uh, at some point, forgetfulness is will become, like, in a day idiotic excuse, right? You can't forget that. But things like small things, um, maybe starting to um, eat more vegetables or uh, doing foam rolling or 
changing your sales process or uh, introducing some social media routine interaction, right? Those smaller things, you might be doing something else instead, something similar, and you forget about this new routine. So one of the best ways to install reminders uh, to commit to habitual, to repeated action uh, or to any action, really. So what research shows we need to mentally create a recipe, a road, uh, almost neural connection. We need to create that in our head, very, very clear. And we need to repeat that through that map. You're going to understand what I'm talking about in a second. And after we do that, it's almost impossible to forget. So what I'm talking about is creating a recipe that answers the questions, how, when, and where, how, when, and where. So for example, you want to do foam rolling, how, when, and where. Um, after I brush my teeth at night, before taking a shower, I'm going to foam roll using this YouTube video for five minutes right? How, when, and where. How? In my living room, watching this YouTube video for five minutes. When? After I brush my teeth. Um, where? In my living room. Once you repeat this recipe several times, and notice that here I also linked uh, my new habit, not just to a time where I would do, I don't know, whatever, but specific habit that I already do every single day. Usually, if we forget new habits that are meant to be repeated, it's best to link it to something that we already repeatedly do. For me, exercise movement in the morning, right? I wake up, I meditate, I go and do my movement routine. It's all one in the same process of routine. When for some reason I don't do it, it feels so unnatural, so uncomfortable, just because it became such a part of one thing. It's like something missing in the recipe, right? But the point is, create this recipe for your new habit. Maybe you decided to eat more vegetables, so you got to decide how, when, and where. When you're going to add it to your meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, Again, it's best to link it to something you already do. How you how are you gonna do it? How are you gonna prepare it? Uh, where like where are you gonna eat it in the kitchen or maybe at work or maybe at school? Um, whatever that is, you gotta figure that out. How, when, and where? Right? How, when, and where? How, when, and where? Whatever it is you are forgetting to do create this recipe and repeat it at least three times in your head. And then also, if it requires some reminder, that put that reminder into... Uh, James Clear like to call these right kind of reminders hot reminders. And those are the reminders that you get when you are able to perform the action, when you need to perform the action. So what it means is, if you want to eat more vegetables for lunch, then you got to have some reminder right there. Maybe vegetables already there. Maybe having an alarm clock that would say, eat more vegetables right at your lunch when you have the ability to eat those vegetables. If you need to remind yourself to get those vegetables in the first place, then put the reminder on your phone when you are supposed to go shopping or do online shopping, get more vegetables, create a list, write it down, and put it into the reminder also, even on your calendar, right? Put it somewhere where you can see it. If you forget to eat your vegetables, put some sticky notes in your kitchen. 
to never forget to eat your vegetables because those stickers are going to be there all over the place, right? Maybe on your uh, eating plate, put the reminders there where your dishware is. But you get the idea, reminders got to be there where you can take action, where you forget to take that action because there is another routine installed. So those are the hot reminders instead of... Um, in your journal or in the morning having the alarm to eat more vegetables where you are nowhere near the kitchen and you are not going to eat your vegetables for breakfast anyhow. Like maybe it's not your routine, right? So, or if you forget to exercise, um, start exercising at a certain time, then again, how when and where link it to your existing habits already? Is it going to be before dinner, right after finishing the work? Um, is it going to be right after brushing your teeth? Like when are you going to be doing what it's going to be, right? How are you going to do it? Where are you going to do it? And then set the reminder right there. Maybe if you decide to exercise after brushing your teeth, you put a sticky note right on your uh, toothbrush, uh, maybe a glass where your toothbrushes are. Do exercise, make it bright, maybe make it big, maybe put a dumbbell there with that sticky note. Go and exercise, right? So those are the kind of reminders that you want to have. So first, create the recipe. Ideally, you would link it to another habit or action. So that action by itself will be a reminder. And then set your reminders that way so they are in the moment, in the place where you're supposed to be taking the action. Those are the kinds of reminders that work. And the last piece about procrastination, um, I think that a lot of people sometimes forget. We kind of understand this, but also forget to remind ourselves. Be focused on the progress, on the things that you get better, on the things that you start, uh, however imperfectly you still start at, right? So it's better than nothing, progress over perfection. But when I say progress over perfection, don't forget one crucial step here. In order to notice the progress, you got to be able to measure that progress, measure it physically. We already talked about that on our procrastination episodes quite a lot. And a lot of us still forget to do that. Uh, when you fail to do certain action, you need to be able to remind yourself. You need to have some proof to remind yourself, I progressed. Yeah, maybe I haven't exercised today, but I have exercised for three days prior and I have proof in my journal or on my wall or on my calendar that I did exercise. And compared to weeks before where I exercised close to zero, that's a huge progress, right? So week by week, see whether you're making progress. And if it not, if you're not, then adjust where, again, your routine might be too complex or not aligned with what you already do, not aligned with your visions, with your goals. Maybe you made it too difficult, too complex. Maybe you don't have the reminders. Maybe you don't have everything ready to go, right? But first, you need to be able to measure progress. That's an important part of becoming consistent, a consistent person and doing things consistently. And that's it for today, guys. So these are the best kind of reminders, your recipes, how, when, and where. In fact, they did real-life research on people who were supposed to show up and vote, people who stayed that they're going to vote, but so for some reason, they don't show up. So what they did, they called those people and asked them exactly that question. How, when, and where are you going to vote? They asked them to say that out loud. 
and the show up for that specific voting increase by many folds. Um, I don't remember the right statistics at the top um, on my head, but that increased a lot. And that wasn't correlated with anything um, else in the environment. So how, when, and where? Because when you state that in your mind several times, you physically are building new neural connections. The ones that will make it easier than you habitual and other behaviors to do. So how, when, and where? And where? Set the reminders, make them hot, and if you have any questions, if you struggle with procrastination and you believe that your uh, issue, your struggle is very unique, then please do let me know and let's break it down. Let's make you a case study and let's cancel procrastination out of your life because that procrastination routine that keeps you, it keeps you from building the life that you want to build and moving to the next level. So if you do procrastinate, reach out. I'm going to help you to handle it with research-based tools. A couple of things. Don't forget, again, to reach out with your questions. And also don't forget to give me feedback. If you loved something, if you hated something, please do give me your feedback. I highly appreciate it. And also share this podcast episode, especially the ones that you found to be very useful, you put into practice and your life improved. Because guess what, guys? It helps people to know these tools. And when you're sharing, you're helping people to improve their life. So help me help more people, right? And have an awesome day ahead. And now use this recipe to never procrastinate on the important things again.